All right. Oh, fucking A. Sorry. I had like the settings wrong for 10 minutes and could not figure it the fuck out. Uh, but hey, we're finally, it sounds good. I hope so. I'm not checking anymore. I've been fucking with this forever. It looks good on my end. Um, it's three o'clock. I'm recording. I usually record at night because I do this drunk. Uh, spoiler alert. I just got drunk at noon instead so I can record at three. You're welcome. I put my body through just hell for you guys. Uh, sadly, I'm not having whiskey right now. I am having a Heineken. It's delicious and lovely and premium malt lager. Uh, it's a tall boy too, so uh, I could share, but there's no one here with me. So just in this moldy, dark, sad room at three in the afternoon, screaming into a microphone because I'm full of white rage. Um, fun. That's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about white people. Ah, oh, my favorite subject, white people, white saviors. Oh, I love them. Um, I don't know if we've talked about this before. As as we know, I have quite a drinking problem. So, I don't remember what I podcast about. Uh, today, I'm hoping to touch on white people, the Protestant movement, and Joe Biden's fake uh, vaccine thing he did. Let's start there. Let's start with Joe Biden, because history is boring. So let's start with current events, and then we'll go back in time when we go back to it later. That makes sense. Um, first off, all the hospitals in Florida, well, not all, but a lot of hospitals in Florida are firing any staff that's not vaccinated, which is fucking insane. Um, as some of you know, my girlfriend has cancer, and she's getting her treatments moved two weeks behind because they fired these people. Uh, that's not what you want to hear in cancer treatments. Um, we'll sign whatever documents we need to sign to have people unvaccinated treat her. Uh, we test nurses every day and doctors every day, so I don't know what we're afraid of if they test negative. Um, pharmaceutical companies have no liability on the vaccine, but we can't get the liability off the hospital just to get our normal treatments that we need. It's fucking wild. And why did they do this at midnight? Like they're Stalin or Hitler just disappeared people overnight instead of being like, okay, we're going to start getting rid of people who aren't vaccinated. So here goes two people. And then we're going to replace them with two more people that are vaccinated and slowly bring in the next class of nurses and doctors and whatever to fill the, the voids, the holes. So there's no loss of treatment. Um, that's how I do it as a normal thinking person. Um, and there's so many ways that if people have like allergies or something, you put stickers on their bed, you put signs on their chart, you can have someone who's afraid of non-vaccinated people, put a big old blue sticker on their bed and anyone without the vaccine doesn't go near the bed. That's, it's that simple. It's not like a huge thing. Also hospitals are like the biggest place where people get sick. So Great, you didn't get COVID, but you got the flu and tuberculosis and fucking pneumonia and AIDS because you went in the hospital for a splinter. So this is the most ridiculous bullshit fucking thing. Um, it's just virtue signaling. It's a political move too. Bringing politics into healthcare like this is fucking wild. It's I, I don't even know how to wrap my mind around the stupidity of it. And then you look at New York City, who's bringing 
the National Guard into hospitals. It's like, yeah, that makes me feel safe. Put the National Guard there. That and says, oh, are you sure you want this vaccine? Because this guy with a gun right behind me thinks you should get it. That makes me really feel good. Really not an overreach of power or anything right there. So anyways, this epic horse shit. Uh, especially because, A, Breast Cancer Awareness Month came started today. And we're not treating people with breast cancer because we're firing everyone who treats them. It's genius. So smart, you guys. Very, very good at thinking before doing stuff. Um, blows my fucking mind. Also, Mercer, Mercer, Merker, once came out with a drug that it's a pill that's much more effective at stopping you from getting COVID and helping you if you do have COVID than the vaccine is at stopping you from getting COVID. So we're just going to call it a drug because that's what it is and not a vaccine. And the vaccine's also not a vaccine. It's like a gene therapy that's injected into you. Uh, much safer f- with a pill. Uh, but now we have vaccines. We have pills. We have ivermectin. We've had two years to know to get healthy because that stops it and sit in the sun and stuff. So if you die of fucking COVID, that's on you. It's either, it's on you. You didn't spend the time getting healthy. You didn't take anything prophylactically. You didn't get the vaccine. You didn't get not vaccine, gene therapy, and you're not asking for the monoclonal antibody treatment when you go into the hospital or anything like that, you're just a fat fuck who's smoking all day, or you were going to die from something anyways. You've got 30 kinds of cancer, and some flu or something was going to get you, and it just happened to be COVID. So, uh, I'm done with the mandates. They're fucking foolish now. Everyone should know what they're getting into. Uh, In Italy... The cops were supposed to, like, attack uh, mandate protesters. They took off their right gear and stood with them. Uh, So Australia, who's beating up random people, not even asking if they're vaccinated, just seeing people without a mask on and tackling to the ground and handcuffing them. You guys are more fascist than the second most fascist country ever. Like, when you think fascism, you think Hitler and Mussolini. You guys are doing worse than Mussolini's country. That's fucking impressive. I I'd give you a gold star, but Hitler would try and throw you in an oven if he saw you with one. That's that's a good joke. I should write that down. God damn, drunk sack. You're so good at comedy. I love it. I could write that joke right down. Hitler burns Jews. Ugh. Nailed it. So anyways, uh, that rant over. Oh, Heineken. Oh, the Ted Lasso today was so good, too. One more episode till the end of the season. I can't wait. Um, or no, yeah. Next episode's the last one in the season. Shut up. Uh, anyways, oh yeah, Joe Biden. So he took the booster. Oh, such a big deal. 98% of people have to get vaccinated to come back. Yeah. In a can of SpaghettiOs, it's not 98% SpaghettiOs. There's like rat shit and bugs and stuff in there too. Like, let's stop being silly and think 98% of anything is possible with human beings. It's not. We're fucking psychopaths. Um, But he got the booster, did a whole fucking press conference, and now we're seeing that, like, he just did it on a set in New York where people could take pictures, and it was all a fugaze. Um, And everyone's like, why is it such a big deal? It's a big deal because they just can't stop lying. They will do anything and make him look better. 
and even silly stuff like this. Like, why not just do it anywhere else? You could do this literally anywhere. You didn't have to build a set on a soundstage to do this. This is fucking Stalin-esque shit where they're like, oh, yeah, we built this whole arena and put two hockey teams down so that Stalin could beat be the star of these hockey teams. We, we made all the hockey players actors and Stalin scores 16 goals. Putin still does it to this day. Putin still does the national hockey game where he scores like 10 goals and wins 20 to two. Uh, Cause he also has to have lots and lots of assists. He's a team player. That's what socialism is. There's no exceptionalism in that country. Um, but yeah, it's just, they're like, Oh, it's not a big deal. It is a big deal. Why lie about it? Why make this whole thing? Why make it a production? Why not just be honest that like this is how you get the the booster? It's not a big thing. And how do we even know it's a booster? How do we know anything's in there? How do we know they just inject a little bit of saline into his fucking body and said, yeah, that's the booster. Oh, look, no adverse consequences. Like <laughs> They may have given him the booster earlier in the day or later and then just gave him a fake thing. To make sure it looked good on TV. Like, I don't know. I have a big problem with it. Anyways, let's go to white people. Why do white people run the world? Mmm. Good question. Um, We controlled, like, Eastern Europeans. Well, European, white Europeans. I don't know how we want to word this. Controlled, you know, most of the eight continents. Um, Let's go through them. Australia. That continental area uh england used as a prison so had a lot of control there uh africa notably was split up by a bunch of countries was basically like oh we can just go in and do anything in the early like 1900s late 1800s and they cut up africa between like england france netherlands and germany and belgium got the congo which is a fun story Fun, fun little side note. Um, so Belgian got the Congo, even though they didn't have a navy or an army or anything. And how they got it was King Leopold was like, "Hey guys, y'all are gonna fight over who gets the Congo. So why not give it to me, and then I'll let you guys have all the resources. I'll just pitch them out to you guys for some little cashola." And they were like, "That's a good compromise. We'll do that." So they gave it to King Leopold, literally him, not like the Belgian country. It was not an empire of Belgian. It was just King Leopold land. Um, And then he treated all the people in the Congo like slaves and was killing people who didn't get enough rubber to to France and England and Germany. Because he wanted that money. And... Fuck you, Heineken. Um, Oddly enough, the country that got mad and was like, King Leopold, don't do this, was America. They're like, stop turning people into slaves. Because America got mad. France and England had to get mad. Because they were like, ah, America is so much better than us. We'll, We'll be mad too. So then they took the country of the Congo from Leopold and gave it to the Belgian people. They were like, Parliament, it's yours now. And King Leopold was like, I'm upset. But then he died a year later. So no one cared. Uh, too bad, bro. Um, so, yes, white people controlled all of Africa. So there's two continents down. Antarctica or the Arctic. I don't know which one is the continent. 
but white people control most of that. It's not like it's split up very weird, uh, mostly between white nations. Like the Congo doesn't have a big chunk of that Antarctica or the Arctic, whichever one it is. I should have done more research before doing this. It's not my thing. Uh, South America. We've talked about South America on here before. It was just Spain went there. Spain and Portugal were like, we're taking all of this land and raping everyone until you look like Mexicans look now. Um, but yeah, the Spanish and Portuguese were white Europeans that just took over and went rape town on the whole continent. So there's four that were under our control. North America, we all know that story. Uh, we win, you lose. That's ours now. Uh, so there's five continents. Europe, obviously, covered with white folk. I think that's a, a well-known fact. And then Asia was, like, mostly covered by whitey. Uh, Russia had the whole top part. That's theirs. Uh, still called Russia today. China had a good bit, but was sometimes held by white people. Japan was held by white people after World War II for a while. Vietnam was held by the French for a while. There was a lot of empire building in Asia. I will say Asia was probably the least controlled by white people of any continent, um, but still very controlled by white people. Now, a liberal would look at this and say, oh yeah, it's because whites are racist. That's why they controlled everything, which great argument. That's genius. That's how you get control. You just say, I'm going to do a racism on you. This is my land. And everyone goes, oh, they did. They pulled the racism. I guess we're going to give up our land and freedom and everything to Whitey. Don't think that's how that goes. Maybe spend 10 minutes looking in a history book and seeing what happened. Uh, why was Asia so hard to con conquer? Because they had domesticated animals. That's why. Uh both the Americas, North and South, their only domesticated animal was like a llama. Uh, not great for domestication. And then they had buffalo. Well, not buffalo, bison. Uh, can't domesticate those. They're really not great at being put in the cage. Also, Native Americans didn't have horses until Whitey brought them over. So they weren't good at catching bison at all. They mostly lived in Canada and California. And the east, not really in the prairie area where bison were, because they didn't have horses to ride on. Um, fun fact, a lot of people think that horses were here forever. You're retarded. Uh, so, no domesticated animals, no reasons to farm. You can't really farm. Llamas aren't good at pulling plows. Uh, so, they never developed technology or anything. That's why when Christopher Columbus came here, he had cool clothes and guns and shit like that. And they were like... Oh, we will trade you all our land for a hat. Sure. And he was like, yeah, I have a whole hat room at my house in fucking Italy. So take my hat and I now own Cuba. Thank you, natives. Uh, so then let's take that concept and move it over to Asia. Why was Asia so hard to conquer? Because they also had water buffalo which are the only kind of buffalo. We have bisons, fucking idiots, um, and stuff that could domesticate, pull plows, things like that. So they, so both Europeans and the Chinese, sorry, Asians, were making plow-type farming technology to use with their domesticated animals, uh, led to farming, which led to towns and cities because the farmers had to go somewhere to sell their goods. Uh, 
cities lead to a breeding of ideas. Blah, blah, blah. I'm doing things with my hands to show breeding. It looks weird. Uh, it's the penis in the vagina sign, if you were wondering. Uh, breeding those ideas. And um, so that's a city. When you get a lot of people together looking for farm goods to trade and sell and buy. And that leads to ideas, which lead to more innovation, which leads to banks, which leads to funding for innovation, so on and so forth. Europeans and Asians were able to make technology and make cities, which they then wanted to defend. So they built stuff to defend their cities so that in the 1700s, when Whitey came by, they were able to be like, no, 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 no. You can have the shitty parts of Asia. We're keeping the good stuff. Um, whereas the Native Americans in 1776, is that when Columbus sailed the ocean blue? Uh, they were like, oh, fuck. We got rocks tied to a piece of wood that we shoot at you with a string. Is that going to stop you? No, we have armor and swords and guns and murder on our side. So good luck. And then the Spanish and Portuguese went to South Africa and said, or South America and said, we're raping everyone until Chipotle is a thing. And that's how Chipotle was made. Fun fact, Taco Bell also. Um, Oh God, I've got really off, off the kilter here. But, and then Africa, when we went a hundred years later, we we're like, oh damn, we can take all of this. This is just ours now. And we just started drawing lines. And that, that became ours. Because they also didn't have technology. Now, Africa is slightly different. I'm guessing. I haven't done a ton of research on this. But what I have done is it was just like too good of a place. They have endless resources. Like every good resource that we've wanted throughout history. Africa has had tons of it. Like oil, ivory, people. Ooh, slavery bad. But it's what we wanted. Uh, those were bad people. Don't, don't do slavery. It's a bad, it's a no, no, uh, gold, um, rubber, everything. They got all of it, but they never really cared because they have really good weather there and their trees make fruit. And like, there was a lot of clean water back in the day where people lived. So they didn't really develop the agriculture, which led to cities and stuff like that. Um, that's why all the cities are basically like port towns. Um, because by the time Whitey got there, they were like, yo, we're going to do boat stuff. Because we got boats and you guys haven't invented boats yet. And that's why all the cities are on ports. Because that led to us being able to access the country. Yay! Colonialization. Empire building. Fun. Um... So that is a brief history of why liberals are insane for being like, oh, you built empires, you're racist. It's like, I don't know. It's kind of just like, was the natural progression of we have a lot of stuff and you don't have anything to stop us from doing stuff with our stuff. But you also have things we want, so it's ours now. Um, so not great. I wouldn't say it's like a great thing, but it's definitely not a race-based thing. Like, it wasn't like, oh. Black-skinned people, thank God, cannot wait to take all their shit. Um, which is what liberals want us to think. Um, so I think that's the end of that diatribe. Oh, but yeah, so partially too is like, life in Europe was harder. So you had to adapt and build technology to create 
you know, plows because the soil was impossible to farm on without a plow and stuff like that. And there was winter. So if you didn't have ways to store food, you died. Um, so I think the hardships of living in Europe, if it's to believe that we start human beings started in Africa, then spread out, I think the hardships end up leading to people in Europe being better um, at building shit. All right, let's go on to let's let's oh shit. All right, uh, oh shit. I feel like there's something else I want to chat about. Oh, a weird thing about like oh people are like oh why is the vaccine passport a big deal? It's not a big deal. I feel like that's what people said about Common Core. Is a lot of people came out against it and was like why are we teaching new math? And it's like well. Because Obama wants big contracts and money from people. That's why. So he makes a big contract where publish book publishing companies can pay, get paid millions of dollars to publish a new type of math book and everyone has to get it. So they make hundreds of millions of dollars. And then down the line, Obama or Cuomo or whoever says like, oh, I'm going to publish my autobiography and without selling a copy they give him a hundred million grant dollars like Cuomo's recent book he got like 50 million for and I think it only sold like a thousand copies it's fucking ridiculous it's like you you clearly made that money on bullshit or like uh, Pelosi is people are following what she buys in stocks because she has a better record than Warren Buffett it's insane and if she had such a good record, why qu- not quit and just go s- trade stocks forever? She'd be a multi-billionaire. No, it's because she's a corrupt little cunt. Selling her power, influence, and monies. Uh, let's back off this. Oh, Protestantism. We have a lot of atheists that annoy me. Um, I don't think they realize that without christianity there wouldn't be freedom in the world that was a huge thing because before christianity every fucking uh ruler was chosen by god you know the egyptians oh he's chosen by god the jews even were like oh he's god's prophet so we're gonna listen to that guy the muslims all think that like uh who's muhammad not muhammad muslim god chose their dude sure we'll go with that jesus christ i drink too much Um, but once Jesus came and people were like, no, he's actually our king. He's our leader. We're going to listen to him. That immediately split power. Um, well, not immediately. The Roman empire had to fall because they got too into butt stuff. That's what happened. They got really into butt sex and then they fell, uh, read a book. Um, but yeah, splitting up the power base. So people wanted like religion and their leaders, instead of the leader was a religious figure, uh, really changed stuff, really mixed it up. Um, and that's kind of the problem we see today is like we used to have like six, seven different power bases. And now we're going to only one. Like we used to have the media fought religion, who fought the president, who fought this group, who fought that group. But now all the groups are uniting under one leader. And we're basically going back to a king situation, socialism, whatever you want to call it. It's a dictatorship. It's no bueno uh, to use the devil's language. Um, 
but yeah, once Christianity came, it split the power. Uh, kings and leaders had to secede power to the Pope and to Christian leaders. And then when Protestant came, that split it even more, which again is a good thing because now there's three power bases. There's a bunch of Protestants, a bunch of Catholics, and the le- and the king or whatever. So, you know, the king had to do stuff to placate the Protestants. The king had to do stuff to placate the Catholics. It wasn't just, whatever I say goes, I'm the king and God to you people. Uh, so as that split more, people started getting more educated, started leading to different messages, you know, in churches. The pastors could give a message that was different than the king's message. So it was like the start of media, which led to another pillar. So now you could educate yourself along with Protestantism or Catholicism and the king. So everything pulled a little bit more power. And once you started pulling power, you could start demanding power in other ways, not just like religious concessions. You could start saying, look, we'd actually prefer a parliament next to the king or we actually prefer this check on your power this balance and it's whatever um i just think that's a really interesting thing we never talk about is like okay you're atheist but i can draw a direct line from the start of christianity and the ending of autocratic fucking dictatorships um so you benefit very heavily from the fact that christianity existed if you live in America or Europe, uh, which is pretty cool. Also, I was researching the French wars of religion. I think there were eight or nine of them over like a 50 year period in like the 1500s. And the first one started with a Catholic king that was like, yeah, we'll be cool to Protestants. And then the Protestants went all over and posted like posters being like Catholicism is evil. They're bad people. And the king, his response to that was burning them alive. He burnt like a thousand Protestants alive. He's like, see, we're not evil. Just burning you alive. Instead of he could have just been like, oh, whatever. I don't like that poster, but we'll let it fly. He was like, no, 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 we're burning you alive. I'm going to prove you completely right and start almost a hundred years of religious wars. Um, fun, fun fact, fun, interesting thing. Uh, that's all the history. Oh, no. Uh, let's talk about France quick. Because I fucking hate French. You know me. I hate Native Americans. That's like onesies for me. And the French are like two or three. I don't know. I have a lot of hate in my heart. It's like a never-ending pit. Um, but... So France, during World War II, I've always been like... It seems like all of France was fighting against us. Why are we chill with France and not consider them Nazis? So Germany took over half of France. And so they were just Nazis and then fought for the Germans. And then the other half was the Vichy Vichy France. And it was just a dude that Hitler was like, yo, I'll give you power, I guess. And, but you have to ally with us, which they did. So another half of France allied with the Germans. And it's funny because the reason they decided to ally with them was they were like, we have a lot of boats. Don't burn our boats. Please don't blow up our boats. And Hitler was like, fine, I won't blow up your boats, but you come fight for us. And then when they signed a treaty being like, yeah, we'll do that. Churchill came down and burnt all their boats and was like, okay, so now why fight with Hitler and not us? 
he's got there's no the one thing you were arguing for is gone took it off the table and they're like ah i guess but also you burnt our boat so we're gonna go to war with you so like in africa and stuff we had to fight a bunch of vichy french and when we took over france we had to fight a bunch of them like yeah all we see are the underground like freedom fighters in france but there were a bunch of just bad french nazi people um that i feel like we don't talk about and it's based like uh truman and roosevelt wanted to treat france like axis power after the war but england had no money and they were like look we've just done this world war thing with germany twice we really want another country in between us and germany so they were like, we're just going to give France back to France and s- pretend like they were the good guys the whole time. Which, again, they were not. They were very, very naughty. They were Zeke Heiling and everything. Um, so that's interesting. That's a fun little thing. Uh, didn't do a lot of sports this time because it's Thursday. I haven't watched any of the Bengals-Jags game was good, but no one gives a fuck. Who cares? Bunch of fucking losers. Oh, Oh, I do got a good sports thing for you. WNBA. Uh, I always see this meme of like some slut who's won a lot of WNBA championships and MVPs and her like wins compared to LeBron. And they're like, oh, they both have the same amount of championships and MVPs. And look at their pay. He's paid millions and she's paid thousands. Isn't that unfair? Sad face. But also... uh. Last week, the only only the second woman to ever have a triple double in the WNBA playoffs got a triple double. So they've had two in the entire history of the WNBA. Whereas I'm pretty sure the Greek freak Antetokounmpo had like four in just these playoffs. So yeah, you're not the same. And a triple double should be easy because you're playing against women and have a low hoop. So you should easily get ten points. And playing against women, rebounding and stealing should be easier. So how have you not gotten these triple doubles? Or even assist. I know you have to throw the ball to another woman, but if you're a good basketball player, hopefully you could move the defense and throw that ball so that that other female can score. <sighs> but yeah, women's sports is a joke. Let's end it there. Thank you so much for listening. Yay, white people taking over the world.